Hello, everyone, and welcome to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the small and yet very strategic choices that we can all make in order to become the better version of ourselves. My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and I am the host of Three Words, and I'm here with one of my very closest friends, my chiropractor, and one of our Three Words podcasters, none other than Dr. Tyler Schwanz. Now, it's important to note today as we talk about these three words that typically I start gathering all kinds of potential three-word phrases that we can use in this podcast, and then we begin to assign them to different team members for our podcast. Not so in this case. Actually, Tyler came to me, and he said to me, I have three words that I would love to talk about with you during our next podcast together. So that said, I'm going to mostly listen and just learn from my friend about these three words. Live without contradiction. Living without contradiction. In fact, I asked my friend, Dr. Tyler Swans, I said, is that a book? Is that a, where have you learned that phrase from? It seems so catchy and it's something that has evolved within his own head. So I looked up contradiction and basically contradiction is simply this, inconsistency between thoughts and action. Obviously, the fullest extent of that, if you play it all the way out, is hypocrisy. Mm. Share with us why this is so important to you. Yes. So, uh, the inconsistency between thoughts and action. I think that's the reason I felt so compelled to speak about contradiction within our own lives is inconsistency between our logical brain and our emotional brain. Hmm. I've heard it described that our emotions are like this elephant and our logical brains is like this rider on top of the elephant. And clearly the rider may be able to, in theory, guide the elephant if only that's what the elephant wishes. Hmm. But just like with our emotions and our intellect, our emotions go wherever we allow them to go. Hmm. And I've been convicted lately, just observing those around me, friends, family members, allowing their emotions to dictate one direction when I know in their hearts, in their minds, in their in their respect for one another, that their emotions are in contradiction or in uh, at odds with what they would truly have themselves be represented with. And yeah. uh, so just speaking to, to contradictions in people's lives, just understanding that when there are contradictions in our lives, oftentimes all we have to do, all we need to do is check our premises and we will find that one thing or the other is wrong. And we need to be available and aware and open to the idea that we could be wrong. Yeah. If we don't check our premises, then we have no idea whether we're ever completely right or ever completely wrong. I've, I've thought oftentimes in the past several months that we should be arguing as if we know we are right, but listening mm. as if we know we could be wrong. And if we just do that, then so many contradictions, so many relationships relationships that have been broken based on this contradiction between strongly held convictions, which lead into these contradictions in our lives, would be avoided and, and families would be reunited and friendships yeah. could be could be mended all over this breakdown between allowing our emotions, our elephant in our brain to run hog wild as opposed to 
taking a moment and allowing our writer, our, our, our logical brain to yeah. get in step and allow us to, to guide our thoughts in a, in a, in a direction that's more productive. Well, it, and it sounds like what you're describing, Tyler, is that living without contradiction and it's very root, it does, um, require humility. Mm. Um, but also a passion for truth. Yes. And so it seems like we can carry both of those side by side, this idea that I want to know what is true and I want to pursue that truth. But at the same time, I'm one of 8 billion people and I don't have a corner on truth. And I may not always know, like you said, I might be wrong. But to walk into a situation really convinced Mm -hmm. with conviction while being kind and compassionate to other perspectives. So much of it is just avoiding what's known as confirmation bias. Okay. If you do any study on uh, how human brains work, you understand that we are wired to prove ourselves right. Hmm. We would rather be right than we would be uh, knocking on the door of truth. Even if we knew that what we had said was a falsity, if it makes us right in a particular context, if it if it reinforces our current behaviors, if it reinforces yeah. the fact of our current excuses, if it reinforces our current circumstances, then we will tell ourselves that story, even if it's not true, to the point where it allows us to remain a victim, to remain in our current circumstances. And again, that is in contradiction with a, a forward-moving life narrative, a forward-moving life path, we'd rather stay stagnant and stay where we are and stay who we are because we're so resistant to change. And it's that confirmation bias that keeps us from who we really could be. Well, even as a health professional, obviously you're my chiropractor, you're highly educated, very schooled in chiropractic care, which has been really fantastic for my family Mm. as we have uh, come into your practice and become partners in your practice. Yeah. And I love it. And then also my son is in the medical profession as well. And he is pursuing, he's only what, 70 or 80 days from being Dr. Justin Brown. And he is becoming a medical doctor. And, and we've talked a lot about this. You and I've talked a lot about this, but this idea that there's this if I can talk about, I have this idea of I want to be healthy, mm-hmm. but in implementation, I'm living in complete contradiction. Mm-hmm. I want to be healthy. I'm talking about being healthy and there's this kind of healthy lifestyle that I can choose. And yet I'm choosing all these other series of choices that are continuing to make me unhealthy, mm-hmm. which again, I know we've talked about, but that's just one example where I feel like if I'm going to say that I want to be healthy, then I need to make choices. But what happens is typically is we don't want to acknowledge our unhealthy choices. Right. We just want to, please go there. A big thing with, uh, with contradictions when it comes to health is cherry picking and, uh, mm-hmm. cherry picking data that makes our current choices good to go. You know, have you ever heard, <laughs> if you, you, we've all talked to that relative who's like, they've been scrolling on the internet and they search like wine, good for my health. And then they send you that article that says, see, I told you, I can drink as much red wine as I want because all this resveratrol is going to make me live a hundred years long. And I have a great grandparent who's 98 years old and she smoked three packs of cigarettes a day and clearly it didn't. Yes, exactly. exactly. Cherry Cherry picking, picking. Cherry picking data that makes us right, that makes our current choices, our comfortable choices, correct does nothing to move our health forward on the dial. I've discussed in the, in the office, in the, in the practice that you're not just healthy. You're always on this spectrum, this sliding scale. You woke up today either a little bit healthier or a little Mm -hmm. bit sicker than you were yesterday. 
even incrementally, based on the choices that you made yesterday, this morning, the choices that you're going to make later today, what time you decide to go to bed tonight is going to impact how healthy you are tomorrow. And in a state where our entire culture is so focused on, I'm going to be healthy, I'm going to protect myself, I'm going to protect others, my responsibility is to protect myself or to protect those who cannot protect themselves, mm-hmm. I would argue that that in, and of them, that in and of itself is a contradiction, that we always have the ability to take action to, if not fully protect ourselves, to make a small choice that makes us mm-hmm. just a little bit healthier than we were yesterday. It's just a matter of, are we willing to make those those hard hard choices choices. to move slightly in the direction of immuno strong as opposed to immuno compromised? And what you're not, and what you're not saying is that we should be living without imperfection, but we're to be living without contradiction Mm. because we're all in process. I love how that analogy you just used that incrementally every single day we're moving forward or moving backward. There's no just standing still. Correct. Um, coasting, in fact, is always backwards. Yes. I mean, we've talked a lot about that in DMB coaching and the work that we do together, but that I get to make choices. All I have is today. There's no guarantee of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, all I have is this next hour. And so what does it look like even in the next hour to begin to connect my implementation to my ideas mm-hmm. and to be able to take that which I believe and connect it to real-time behaviors. You never arrive at healthy. Mm -hmm. You may be healthier than you were yesterday. You may be the healthiest you've ever been, but you've never arrived at the healthiest that you could ever become. And sometimes people mistake, they feel like I've arrived, and they feel like this was the goal all along, Mm -hmm. and once you've arrived, when you arrive at a physical destination, do you keep going? No, you you stop. You stop driving when you get to where you were going. You, You pull over, you park. But that's just not the case with our lives. That's not the case with our intellectual growth or with our our physical health, with our being. Sometimes people, they desire what another person has, whether that be financial or health or in intellect or in family life. They desire the the fruit of their efforts, but they don't desire or even recognize or even look at the, the path that they took in order to get there. When in reality, that contradiction, you know, wanting someone's results without investigating what got them there, that contradiction, again, makes them comfortable with where they are, allows them to be victim to their circumstances and says, I could never have that because I could never do what they did in order to get what they had. Mm -hmm. I loved when you were doing, I don't know if it was a Facebook story or an Instagram story at one point where you were talking about obviously how to deal with the pandemic. And you took such a kind and balanced approach in that conversation that went out into the world But one of the things that you were saying is that uh, in our commitment to be on the defense, we have missed the opportunity to be on the Mm -hmm. offense in regards to our health. And I just was so moved by that because in many ways, uh, we weren't making a judgment on whether to wear masks or not. Wear your mask, right? But then at the same time, choose healthy food, choose fitness, choose proactively to become a healthier human being as opposed to hiding and staying in your unhealth. And so I, that was really moving to me because what it what it did for me, Tyler, is it reminded me that I have proactive choices to make all the time, not just in my health, but also in my relationships. If I have relationships that are strained, mm-hmm. I could play victim in that mm-hmm. or I could take ownership and say, I'm going to resolve and I'm going to repair and I'm going to create reconciliation in this relationship. If I'm not achieving um 
in career or in my professional life at the level I want to, well, I could get up. We have another podcast out there, right? I could wake up earlier. Mm -hmm. We all have the same 168 hours a week. I could wake up a little bit earlier and put in an investment and do so. But here's the challenge. When, When we often avoid the fact that something might be true, if I can say, I'm just gonna reject that this could be true or this could be helpful or this could be wise or this could be insightful, I can dodge ownership. Mm -hmm. I can avoid accountability. I I can actually say, I don't need to change because I'm not certain that that's absolutely true. And so what happens, it keeps me in this place where I'm stuck, where I'm finding myself unconsciously living in contradiction. When this uh, pandemic began, the phrase that I kept hearing over and over and over again is, well, might as well. I, we don't know anything. You know, we just don't know anything. I said, well, let's find something out. Let's, let's learn. Let's investigate. Let's know something. And knowing something requires thought. It requires conscious effort. And to be six, eight, nine months into flattening the curve at this point in time, we do know more. People have uh, relinquished or abdicated their authority to continue to learn. I still hear that phrase coming into the office, which is, well, we just don't, we just don't know anything. It's, well, we do though. Mm-hmm. We just have to stop living in this contradiction of if I don't think, then I don't have to learn. If I don't learn, then I can't know what is right. And if I don't know what is right, then I can't be held accountable for my actions. Well, and similarly, I, I have a lot of friends who said, well, I'm just going to hit pause on the pandemic. And since I'm just home sheltering, I'm just going, we've let ourselves go. Mm-hmm. Um, we, and again, I've interacted with folks who are drinking way too much, mm-hmm. who are eating way too poorly mm-hmm. and are doing this thing almost like, well, I'll just get my act together once the pandemic passes. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to take a very different approach because I am over 50 and you and I talked a lot about this. My first grandson is coming and I'm the father of nine and I want to be the best version of me. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to if I were to contract COVID, actually be taking proactive choices now to be my healthiest version of myself Mm -hmm. so that I could actually withstand this and push through this virus. And so I've not had an alcoholic drink since early March because I have said I will have an alcoholic drink once this thing passes, which a lot of my friends have said, that's ridiculous. I need to drink more than I ever had before because I'm going through the pandemic. And I don't Mm -hmm. say that to boast and I don't say that to brag and some of the choices that I'm making, but I'm trying to take my friend's advice, Dr. Tyler Schwann's, Mm -hmm. in being very proactive, not only just to learn, Mm -hmm. not just cherry pick the data, but actually dive into the data and try to do my best to make sense of it. Also understanding I'm limited Mm -hmm. in the sense that I don't have all the knowledge. Mm -hmm. I'm not um, immunologist or whatever those different fancy doctor names and people who are studying these things for their entire lives. And yet there's proactive things that I can do. So at the very least, I can say, that I have walked through this time, not in contradiction, mm-hmm. that my life has matched what I know to be true in ways that I can be helpful so that I can be, and I love how you said this early on, and I don't know if you recall us having this conversation, that I want to emerge from this time healthier and more focused and more centered than ever, fully the best version of myself, because there's a lot of pain. Mm. There's a lot of suffering. Yes. And there's a lot of people we love mm-hmm. and that we serve and that we care for that we want to help and that we want to be the best version of ourselves as we walk out into this world where people are going to need us Mm -hmm. to be the best version of ourselves. So a final thought as you think about this notion, Tyler, of living without contradiction. Every single day uh, we make risk assessments. 
And uh, there's risk involved with driving to work. There's risk involved with uh, speaking to one another within six feet. There's mm. risks involved uh, with literally everything. You could apply a, an actuarial risk assessment to it. In uh, every other day, pre-pandemic, we would make those risk assessments mm. and we would make a, a judgment call. That judgment call was, is it worth it? Is it worth it to educate the, the future of our country to go to work and to help these children who also did not ask for the current circumstances to lead them, to guide them, to model for them, to educate them, to empower them, to be able to make tomorrow a little bit better than today? Mm. Is it worth it for me to go into work and literally lay hands on hundreds of people to be able to allow them to pursue the purpose that God has placed in their life, to not let pain and mm. suffering and physical health put their life on pause mm. just because a lot of things have been placed on pause. Is it worth it? Is it worth it to give a hug to someone who's asked for it, who may need it, who may be behind the mask, not smiling, mm. and we can't see that. Living without contradiction means living now in pandemic time, making those same judgment calls than we would before, not allowing fear to keep us from doing what pre-pandemic would allow us to accurately and compassionately guide people through their journey. I would say the final thought that the joy is in the journey. Mm. None of us are perfect, myself, most of all. And if we can all focus on getting just 1% more in line, less in contradiction with our actions and our thoughts, with our hopes and desires and actually what we do, mm -hmm. we can mm -hmm. say that, oh, we, we hate these, you know, we hate the pandemic, we hate this kind of stuff but then our actions are totally different. Let's, let's move toward a solution, both in our healing, in our hearts, in our families, as a nation, move toward that, not just claim that we don't like it, but move toward it with intention. Yeah. Tyler, it's always a pleasure um, to sit with you, my friend. In many ways, you have mentored me in so many ways in my own personal life and professional life, but uh, thank you for being transparent. Thank you for being passionate as always. Thank you for being proactive and being positive and always helping us to remember there is hope and that none of us are stuck and that none of us are destined to be in this place mm -hmm. forever, that we always can be making changes, hopefully that are not in contradiction with our values and with the things we know to be true. So thank you for the reminder today, my dear friend, to live without contradiction. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.